Wednesday, April 7th, 2021. Bee Charmer. He is not worthy of the honeycomb that shuns the hives because the bees have stings. A quote from William Shakespeare. Today I saved a lost and worried buzzing bee who arrived without warning into my home because the sun was shining brightly and we had been carrying on a conversation outside while I was eating my lunch. Spinach snatch. And the bee wanted to continue our quiet lunch tete-a-tete, but I had work to do inside. Run-on's rule. The tiny bee quickly became disoriented and so frantic that it couldn't listen to reason anymore. I grabbed a lovely empty glass jar. I'm a recovering jar addict. And an old Christmas card I recently found tucked away inside of a puzzle gift. And I followed the bee, guiding it towards a sunny window. I do this with errant wasps, too. The lure of potential outsideness seems to give them pause enough that I can catch them. And this is what happened today. I caught the window screen settled bee underneath the glass jar, gently sliding the Christmas card underneath the opening. The bee jumped when it felt the card slide underneath its tiny bee toes, and it jumped up into the jar. I held the card on top of the jar mouth and turned the jar over to hold the bee inside and walk back into the garden. The bee did not appreciate my efforts at first. It was buzzing. The mighty anger buzzes. You know what's funny? If you leave the jar upright after removing the card, it takes the bee a long time to figure out it can fly up and out of the jar. Same with wasps. However, if you lay the jar down on its side, the bee, or a wasp, will fly right out the opening and away searching for its new adventure. Or perhaps they're playing a trick on me so that I'll feel clever knowing something about them when I really know nothing. Some days, I pretend I am a bee charmer. Not nearly edgy thread good level bee charmer, but I try here and there. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Today, we also had a local tragedy wherein gunshots, chases, and breaking a military base barrier resulted in hospitalizations and death. Nobody is charmed. Sun Harizmi was blissfully attempting to coat a former champion jumper to canter with ease up and down a grassy hill while I watched from my perch on a giant fallen oak trunk when my phone buzzed with the alert that his school was on lockdown. Side note, we're not skipping school as he has remained virtual with his first Google Meet started after his early morning ride. So step aside, judgmentors, expecto patronum and all that. I was sitting with another parent I've known for a little over six years, who also has two children attending the same school as San Jerezmi. Also, she's a police officer. As we scrolled through various e-media to figure out what was happening in our little community, she shared with me how police morale is extremely low at this moment. They're all frustrated by what they see as the public's lack of understanding for the situations their positions put them in, as well as their dedication to their communities. There are bad seeds in every culture, 
it's not just that statistically and historically people of color are approached differently by law enforcement. It's that there are huge holes for checks and balances at levels and institutions outside of the officers directly facing the public. There are courts stacked against people of color, prison officials for-profit and government-run, failing up with white supremacy. There are teachers discriminating against children of color, setting them up for failure. It is an entire system stacked against people of color leading to a terrible white person becoming a police officer, killing a black man on camera. This is hard stuff. From my own experience with local law enforcement, I'll share this. Mr. XH is Hispanic as I've met... Tongue twister, and it's hard to talk. I'm leaving that in there. I know I should probably erase it and re-record, but bygones. So Mr. XH is Hispanic, as I've mentioned before. Before he became very ill, he was a little over six feet tall, weighed about 270 pounds, appeared quite intimidating, and was frequently profiled for extra security checks when traveling. My voice is leaving because it's hard. The police were involved multiple times in our domestic violence situations, yet all of us survived. He resisted arrest and exhibited dangerous, erratic, psychotic behavior while in custody, yet all of us survived. He violated a protective order after threatening to murder us, yet all of us survived. He threatened family members, friends, some involving police presence. Yet, all of us survived. How is this with the same police culture in our community? Locally, we have a well-known open presence of the KKK. Hello, Ignorance Maximus. So ridiculous. Anyway, they're there. We have a police chief under constant scrutiny for racial and misogynistic words and actions. Yet, somehow we all survived. I think it has to be something about the local leadership, not only inside of our local police department, but also rigorous support by other local institutions, the courts, the schools, detention facilities, etc., which keep the nasty, lethal, systemic, institutionalized racism in check. I don't know enough about it, obviously, and am approaching from a white lady perspective, of course. But something was different. I do wish that instead of blanket shame and blame, we would take a closer look at places where things are working better. Not the fool's errand of perfection, of course, but better. I wish that I could take an honest look at my participation in promoting systemic institutionalized racism and then have the courage to change. Expecto Patronum to get rid of the gaslighting, racist, demented dementors from public works and policies. I doubt the answer is just more training and cameras for police, although the cameras are a truth-telling tool for sure. Oh yes, and I like bees. Bees. We aren't like bees at all, and it would be great to admit that first. 
We are not all born to mindlessly work at the role of some central, ingrained, instinctive dogma until we die. We have choice, and information to make choices. I admire bees for what they bring to the table. I hope that we can bring so much more. Good luck, us. Love, Ms. Harismi. XOXO. XOXO. P.S. I also anthropomorphize like nobody's business. And the horses know this and believe they are in charge, making it difficult for me to decide to ride because I do not want to hurt their deep feelings of majesty. So there's that. P.P.S. Self-truthing is hard. Ciao.